Hello, you are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Life Series, Part 2, by Tattooed Laura, on AO3. Rating, General Audiences. Chapter 36, Birthdays. It was the blowout birthday party to end all blowout birthday parties. Charlie was turning 30, Dave 35, Joanna 34, Matt 11. There are people everywhere, every corner of the yard, every square inch of grass, every atom of space filled with humans of all shapes, sizes, and ages. Mulder had already saved two children from running headlong into the grill and stationed himself accordingly in order to rescue more if need be. He recognized approximately 25 of them, but the other thousand were a mystery to him. Scully having disappeared into the house on some kind of cooking duty, leaving him to navigate a crowd of strangers by himself. Hence, the grill stationing. But then a thing happened. A guy came over to Mulder, a younger guy, a handsome type guy, and asked if he knew where Dana had disappeared to. Then another thing happened. Mulder felt a warm surge of unnecessary jealousy. She's in the house right now. She should be back in a few minutes. The man began climbing the two steps towards Scully, but that wasn't going to fly with him, not at this point in his world. Something about puke on the carpet. Stopping mid-step, the guy turned towards Mulder once again. Oh, maybe I'll wait then. As he held out his hand, I'm Mulder, and you are? Marcus, a friend of a friend of Dave's, with a wink-wink, nudge-nudge feel to it. Marcus leaned towards Mulder, nearly half an inch too damn much in Mulder's opinion. Figured I'd see if she wants to get together later, maybe have a drink, see if she still likes me as much as she did at prom. Jealousy evaporated. As he cemented his opinion of Marcus, a pseudo-phenom, do she use car salesmen? She's busy. Marcus looked him up and down, intelligence taking things to a practical level. Boyfriend? Fiancé, if I were labeling things. Phenom walked away. Mulder was still chuckling when Scully appeared, sliding up behind him, arms around waist. What's so funny? Have to corral another kid? Nope. Visit from Marcus. Twelfth grade love of your life. He bolted when I told him I carried a very large gun and enjoyed seeing you naked on a regular basis. She nearly fell over with sudden, snorting laughter, having to grip his waist to stay upright. Marcus is here? Oh, God. I haven't thought about him in years. He's an idiot, Scully. Oh, come on. He must have grown up somewhat since then. Pretty sure he sells used cars now. When she didn't respond, he turned in her arms, saw her face crunched in contemplative beauty. What? That makes total sense. No more old boyfriends appeared, much to Mulder's combined elation and disappointment, but he met a string of people ranging from neighborhood friends to old classmates to extended members of the family he had only ever heard about. Finally, he couldn't take it anymore. Pulling her close, dropping his head to whisper in her ear. I need a break. Want anything to drink? Family tree killing you? 
just getting crowded. I'll be back. Disappearing inside the house, he found Skinner standing at the counter, looking slightly haggard. Holding up there, Walter? Maggie had invited Walter with the strict understanding that he need not come, but come he did, showing up early, helping prepare, clean, cook, but now, several hours of hoopla were taking their toll. There are so many of them, Mulder. I mean, I have no idea who's related, who's adopted in like us, who's just here for the cake. Marine brought to his knees by the Scully clan. Hiding. For a minute. And if you ever tell Maggie, I'll throw you so far under the bus, you'll have skid marks for months. Mulder chuckled. She understands. Want a drink? Can we drink with the kids around? I meant iced tea, but you drink what you need to. He opted for iced tea as well. Both men soon standing at the sink, overlooking the yard through the kitchen window. Do you think Scully would get angry if I moved in here? Mulder's iced tea ended up all over the window, the counter, and himself. What? Skinner shook his head, barely breaking a smile. That was too easy. Eventually, cupcakes and ice cream and various pies were served, Mulder's blood sugar climbing to astronomical levels as he consumed a little bit of everything, then a second helping of them all. He worked up an appetite chasing children, galloping like a horse, with them on his back, tossing them into the ball pit David rented for the occasion, wondering if he may have pushed it with that last piece of pecan pie. However, he watched as Scully approached him, consuming what had to be her third cupcake, and so relaxed it hurt his heart to think that, less than two days before, she'd been tense enough to bounce a quarter off of. Josiah still fresh in both their minds. Noticing him approaching her, she swung her hips a little wider, tilted her head a wee bit further down, gave him a slightly more sultry look than appropriate for her mother's backyard, threw her fringe of fallen bangs and eschewed flyaways, hasty ponytail losing its fight with gravity at every step. Finally, arriving in front of his turned-up head, throat exposed and luscious, and for her lips only, hi, hi, swallowing as he watched her tongue clean chocolate crumbs from her lips. Need any help with that? Probably. Feel like coming home with me tonight? Help me find any other crumbs I may have dropped? Speechless, just long enough for her to smile, turn, sit, and scoop between his knees. She leaned back, using his crooked legs as armrests, head under her chin. And I was thinking your place, maybe. Unless you've already got a girl there. Flirty Scully made his insides like jelly chest vibrating in low chuckle. You are all the girl I need, believe me. And they sat quietly, watching family happen around them, present open, nerf gun fighting, ball pit battling, second round cupcake eating flurry of comforting togetherness. I love your people, Scully, all of them. Snuggling in deeper, pretty sure they're your people now too. About to say something sweet, sappy, and a little bit arousing in her ear, he instead heard himself ask, more surprised than her. Do you think you can call that in vitro doctor tomorrow? With a litany of excuses to hold him back, keep him in check, fear of failure squeezing her chest in an instant, she nodded. 9 a.m.
Chapter 37 Please Clothes off, gown on, sedative in, speculum open, uterus ready. Fear is real, anxiety astronomical, palms sweaty, face clammy, cheeks cold. As the doctor slipped the catheter into her vagina, minuscule miracle waiting in the wings, Mulder kissed her knuckles, sweeping thumb over fingers in preoccupied rhythm. Her mind cycled on a loop that should have driven her mad. What if this doesn't work? Will we try again? Do I forget about it? What if it doesn't work? Fuck. What am I doing? Please, 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 please. God, let this work. Please, please, please. Oh, God, please let this work. Let this work. Let this work. Why did this happen to me? Of all the things that could have happened. Please, 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 please. Please, 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 please. What if this works? Please, 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 please. Let this work. Oh, God. I'll do whatever I have to. Just let this work. Please, 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 please. Okay, Dana. That's it. All done. Leaning forward on his stool, he looked at her clouded blue eyes. We'll know in a few weeks. Chapter 38. On the Beach. Mulder desperately wanted to tell Scully to lay down every chance he could. Take the elevator, put her feet up. Don't jiggle their potential child. She finally yelled at him for his hovering in a loving manner, and he told her what was on his mind in a sheepish manner. And she smiled in an amused manner and kissed his face. I'm debating sitting upside down on the couch and not moving for the next two weeks, so I understand completely. He kissed her face back. Just when she'd get used to the idea of what might be percolating inside her insides, she'd catch Mulder staring at her, look falling somewhere between sappish romantic and panicking deer in the headlights. He noticed her noticing and attempted in a failing way to look like he was sorting paperwork or signing something or sharpening a pencil. But as with all Mulder fumbling, he'd crash and burn, end up with the grin the size of a room and twinkling eyes dropping back to her stomach region, hoping his x-ray vision would finally kick in. They got nothing done that day or the next day until finally Scully gave up. Hey, do you want to get out of here? Mulder flopped back in his chair, sending himself several feet back on rolling wheels. Holy hell yes, where are we going? I was thinking the beach. And the stars aligned, and the world stopped, and Mulder's insides jumped at the prospect of the perfect surprise. I have an idea then. In the car heading southeast, an hour and twenty later. Where in the world are we going to find a place to stay on the North Carolina shore at the end of August? And I am not, and I repeat, not sleeping on the beach. I got us covered. It's all arranged and you will not be sleeping on the beach. Are we going to be two of 12 in a house of frat boys and half-naked co-eds? Why? You like that kind of thing? She smacked him fairly hard on the arm. Don't mess with me. I'm getting hungry. Food. Gotcha. During their six-hour drive, they talked, they slept, though not at the same time. They ate. 
thank God in Mulder's opinion, and he cheerfully diverted every question she asked about lodging. Scully finally dropped the subject when Mulder told her he'd leave her in the wilderness next time if she didn't quiet down about a bed and a shower. It was quite dark by the time they rolled into Kill Devil Hills, and Scully, keeping her promise, shut her mouth and began calculating how she could get comfortable in the jeep. Then, he turned down a familiar road, slowed at the end of it, and finally stopped completely. Um, Mulder, how in the world did you manage to rent Babar with seven hours' notice? Oh, I didn't rent her. Then are we just going to sleep on the porch of whomever rented this place and hope they feed me bacon in the morning? Nope. She really wondered why she didn't throttle him more. Where are we staying, Mulder? Except Keys flew in her direction. Here. You infuriate me. He laughed, getting out of the car and coming to her side, opening the door and reaching across her to undo the seatbelt. Come on, let me show you our house. Sliding to the sandy ground, she began to suspect the unsuspected. Our house? As he took her hand, So, I kind of bought it last time we were here. Concrete feet unmoving. You bought this place? With money and paperwork and... And... And you bought this place? Embarrassment overtook him for a moment. As his head dropped, foot digging into the dirt. You liked it, and I liked it, and when you went to autopsy that body and left to my own devices, I bought the house. Scully looked from him to the gray, shadowed house, the sound of waves completing the peaceful poignancy of his purchase. We're going to have to clean it. It's probably dusty. Sweeping her up in a hug, he didn't squeeze for fear of displacing possible offspring. You don't think I'm delusional? Half a lip turn upwards, idea of having a summer cottage on the ocean sinking in fast. I never said that, but I don't have to sleep in the jeep, and for that, I am truly thankful. Reaching for her hand again, this time holding on tight, he led her up the stairs. Come on, let's go see the house. She remained silent for longer than Mulder was comfortable with, and panic set in as he shuffled behind her viewing the place they'd spent a week of their lives at with an entirely new eye, giving her four more minutes of ear-ringing quiet. Okay, what's wrong? Wrong was not one of the words flowing through her brain, contemplating knowing it was his house, him calling it their house, and already slipping with ease into thinking of it as our house. Not sure how to deal with that just yet. She headed back to the windows gesturing with waving fingers for him to follow. Once there, she waited until he invaded her space, pressing against her back, chin to the top of her head, resting while he asked her quietly, Are you okay with this? That's the problem, Mulder. I'm more than okay. I am only having the slightest issue with you calling it our house, and that's kind of making me a little... wonky? Filling in the word she was searching for. With a head nod to the affirmative, Yeah, that'll work for the time being. Arms weaving around middle, hands resting twined on belly. I was looking for the perfect way to surprise you with it, and then stuff happened, and things occurred, but now we're here, and please tell me you like the house still and want to share it with me when we're old and gray 
and I need to see you in a bikini, and you need to not be repulsed by my balding ways. By now, Scully's forehead was against the glass of the window, shoulders shaking in a low-key laughter, and feeling her vibrating against his chest, he smiled as well as kissed the exposed long stretch of her neck, feeling warm skin beneath warmer lips. You find me funny. I find you startlingly endearing, and if you keep your mouth where it is, I'm going to end up doing things that we shouldn't be doing while we're waiting for other things to work. He stopped his mouth from doing more things and bunched her t-shirt up in his fist, tugging lightly. I think we should go up to the bed and not do the things, but sleep without the clothes, because halfway there is halfway not. Math agrees with you. Later on, after things were emphatically denied, but clothing was definitely discarded in favor of balmy breeze over slowly cooling skin. Do you think there's a baby in there somewhere? Insecure fears came out in droves with that ending question mark. What if there is? What if there isn't? What if all four take? What if none do and I've got nothing left and what if? She left the last one dangling as she scrunched her eyes up, burying her head in the pillow, groaning loudly into cotton muffling. Why can't it be two weeks from now and over and done with? Mulder, not the best with words at times, decides Scully needed more touch than talk. His hand slipping lightly over her sides, grazing ribs, shoulder wing, it momentarily stopped before he wrapped his finger gently around the back of her neck, nudging her forward until his mouth found hers, sublimating her fears with kisses and the occasional murmur of adoration. The next morning, a low rumble of thunder woke him. Second pillow empty, cold to the touch. Apparently, she'd been up a while, and stretching before standing himself, he shuffled, stepped downstairs, amused he had two working legs to do it, instead of scooting on his butt in a prayer. Crackling his toes just for fun, he found her sitting, form hunched, around pulled-up knees on the stairs leading off the deck, gravitating towards her as he always did, regardless of situation and space. He made enough noise not to startle her, but not enough to disturb the shadowed morning surrounding them. As he sat, his voice low. Morning. I missed you when I woke up. I don't tend to wander too far off anymore. Still, missed you. Locking elbows with him, she settled her head on his upper arm, keeping an eye on ominous clouds rolling in the distance and churning ocean. I missed you too. Been thinking really hard about waking you up, and here you are. Score one for psychic links. You just made my week, woman. With a chuckle, she switched instantly to serious mode, whiplash imminent for the less practiced, but Mulder kept up in stride. Sorry about last night. I let my nerves win. Drifting a hand to her inner knee. I love you, whatever way you are. Nervous, elated, giddy, despondent, gruesome, ugly as sin covered in poo, so breathtaking I never want to blink again. And I'm going to keep calling you on this over and over until it sinks in that beautiful, thick skull of yours. Lips to aforementioned skull. We're us, always. Whether we have a kid, don't have a kid, get married, don't get married. I promise to hold your hand forever and thank God, stars, mythological beings, the maker, the creator, Buddha, Allah, and everything in between, that I am yours and you are mine. So... I should just forget about it for a while and demand breakfast? Yes, 
That is exactly what I'm saying. Standing, she turned, swung a leg, settled onto his lap, arms around neck, hugging his head to her chest. I am yours and you are mine, up and through the end of time. Did you just write that or did I miss some mid-century poetry in class? I have a creed of bone here and there. Looking up, he ran his tongue along her throat. Kiss pressed to warm skin. Come on, I need some food. Chapter 39. Thank you. Coming out of the bathroom, she met Mulder, hovering four inches from the doorframe. Look of naked terror filling his face. The unexpected radiant grin that overtook her and her whispered thank you told him everything he needed to know. Life couldn't be more perfect if they tried. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there.